friends. Uh, welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And we are back from Midsummer Scream. Yes, we certainly are. Barely. <laughs> I'm I'm back physically, but not yet mentally or right. emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Spiritually, we're still there. Um <laughs> So we'll we'll start off by saying hello to everyone that we met yes. um, while at Midsummer Scream. It was so great to see a lot of you. Um, the podcast ghouls are the best ghouls, and we love you. So thank you so much for coming up and saying hi. Yeah, so nice to meet so many of you. It's very fun. Yes, and uh, we once again are gonna just have a little a little chatty recap um, about Midsummer Scream. Our our experiences, what we think about it, um, and in case you missed last year's episode, or if you are not familiar, uh, what is Midsummer Scream? Uh, so this is a Halloween haunt horror convention um, held in Long Beach, California, on the last weekend of July. Uh, so it's kind of got a little bit of everything um so there are panels and presentations um there are celebrity guests um they have like over 350 vendors selling spooky stuff um they have the hall of shadows which is like mini haunts um they have a pumpkin patch of kid friendly activities and just kind of a whole a whole lot of everything uh for the folks who love anything spooky scary anything you could want they've got it indeed uh so the first question um that we received so we'll be doing kind of a mix of questions from folks slash just our general um talk about it but this kind of led into my first thing was is it worth the money um so if you're thinking about it you're like should i should i shell out for this what do we think um and just for Full disclosure, Midge and I did um, fully pay our own way to this. We are not affiliated in any way um, with this event. Uh, so we are just two ghouls who went and did the thing. We're just two <laughs> ghouls who gave Midsummer Scream all of our money. It's true. <laughs> uh, so they have um, kind of a variety of options. So if you, they have single day passes, weekend passes, um, the VIP or gold bat, as they call it, pass. Um, and that VIP pass gets you in um, through the weekend. Um, you get early access. You get priority access to panels, haunts, and everything. And then it also includes um, the after party kind of dance on Saturday night. Um, I went ahead and looked these up. Um, the gold bat was like 140 bucks. Um, general admission for the whole weekend is like 60 um, for just Friday night. So that's like just an evening. And that's mostly just the vendor floor and maybe some performances it was like 30 bucks. A Saturday ticket is like 50 and a Sunday is like 40. And then it's an extra 20 for the after party. Uh, so I will let any of our our ghouls who are considering this know that they do offer 40 percent off of general admission say, yeah. um, for the first part of the year so like if you know that you want to go you can get an awesome deal and that's i think 100 percent worth it um, a lot of vendors also have promo codes um, that they can give out um, unfortunately there are not any discounts um, on gold bat so if you want that vip pass you gotta you gotta shell out for it um our experience has been that the gold bat is really worth it. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you're planning it, like maybe if you're local and you're just planning to stop by for a day or you just want to shop, like obviously a single pass is fine. But like 
if you are planning to, if you're considering traveling, I would say that it's worth it um, to ensure that you know you're getting into all of the things that you want to do. Yeah, definitely. If you're spending the money already to travel and go there, you want to get as much out of it as possible. And that mm-hmm. that gold that pass really does ensure that you get to see everything you want to see. And that you think three days is a lot of time. It's not. <laughs> It's so not. <laughs> and I believe that they said they had 50,000 people this year at Midsummer Screen. That's what they said. They said 50,000 people per day. Yeah. So if you think about 50,000 people trying to get into panels, haunts, shop around, like getting any kind of quote priority is really essential to be sure you can like hit everything in three days Mm -hmm. because it's really like two and a it's like two and a half day really exactly yeah it's not like the friday's not really a full day and it's also just like that vendor i i will say like i've been looking at pictures from gen con and it is not like like that like it's not like a crush like at some of these really big conventions Mm -hmm. but it's still a lot of people and especially like the vendor floor tends to get really sweaty and <laughs> like having that extra hour to shop in the morning before other people hit the floor is can be huge yeah. you can like knock out a lot of stuff yes you surely can mm-hmm. um and we also were asked where to stay during midsummer screen if we have <laughs> boy do, thoughts, boy, we, do we have news dainties. for you <laughs> Yes. Um, So there are several hotels in the area. I mean, this is held at the, I guess we didn't say, this is held at the Long Beach Convention Center. So it is a centralized location that has a lot of hotels in the area. Um, They have room blocks at a couple of the hotels, Um, kind of the main hotel that is basically connected um, to the convention center is the Hyatt Regency, um, which is where we stayed this time. Um, Last year, we did stay in an Airbnb um, with like a big group. So it is gonna, you're kind of like trading off one for another, like having staying in a convention hotel is definitely much more expensive. Um, but it was so much more of a hassle, like being farther away. Well, and we kind of ended up, Long Beach isn't like inherently walkable either. And so like, yeah, if you're staying somewhere where you're going to have to Uber to the convention center, you're going to end up, Ubers in California are wild now, like both, both in price and in energy. (laughs) Uh, Yes. That's what our, our whole, like half of the vibe of this event was wild and crazy uber it's just stories wild, because wild we, uber had some, we had some characters midge and penny's <laughs> wild ride coming to disney yes. studios this fall um Ooh, boy. no but yeah it uh the, the money you're gonna spend getting around uh, in ubers and things would probably get you about to where it would be just to go ahead and stay in the hotel that's right there <laughs> you know yeah. and just the convenience is so nice like the idea that you can just like run back to your room if you want to drop stuff off you know if you've been shopping and you bought a lot of stuff you don't have to haul it around with you all day like there were you know days that we went back um to like just have lunch at the hotel just to kind of take a break or let's say like i don't know not that this you know happened to us at all but let's say you're neuro spicy (laughs) we're you know totally not (laughs) anything that happened to us but if you get overstimulated really easily um and there's fifty thousand people in a convention center all day uh it was awesome to be able to just like exit that building and go next door and 
breathe for 10 seconds and not be in a swarm of human bodies um Mm -hmm. cool down (laughs) sitting yeah quiet for a bit take a nap take a disco nap (laughs) highly recommend (laughs) i also this is just kind of in uh tandem with that which has nothing to do with where to stay but i brought Mm -hmm. my loop earbuds this year and that was a freaking lifesaver um again if you have sensory sensitivities plan on yeah maybe bring in some earbuds where you can like still hear people um but just to cut out some of that convention noise because hooey after three days it starts getting spicy in your brain yes and i i would recommend bringing a handheld fan <laughs> because yeah penny's the og <laughs> i i am someone who who gets very overheated and i get very overstimulated when i'm overheated mm-hmm. so having having one of those little handheld like either an electric fan or even just like a fan yourself uh, an analog an fan anal- when you call <laughs> They just call them hand fans. Just a hand fan. An analog uh, fan. You know what I mean. <laughs> but yes. Um, oh, and the one other question that I was just going to loop into this is whether or not dogs are allowed. Um, so it is service animals only um, in the convention center. But I did actually look and there are pet friendly hotels. The Hyatt is pet friendly. Oh, so nice. like if you were coming well, maybe with yes it certainly is because the number of dogs we saw in this hotel was wild so many dogs and i'm not complaining i i a dog will make my day faster than anything and we probably my first day there when miranda and i were there early and we were waiting for everybody else i probably saw eight dogs in an hour and i was like this is the best day yeah so if you want to bring your dog maybe if you're bringing a a partner who's not super spooky and they're going to hang out at the hotel with the dog while you do convention stuff you could you could definitely make that work yeah so let's jump in and i just want to talk about the general vibe the general vibe i'm doing wavy arms that you can't see <laughs> but I'm, midge can picture it i can because she knows me um yeah so one of one of the questions that i really loved um that we got was like what got your kind of creative juices flowing mm, love while you were there and i would say like i just love the people watching at midsummer scream mm-hmm. so much like we remarked several times about like the last day in the hotel being like what are, who are these people who aren't wearing black t-shirts like what what's going on here there's just like so much how it's just such a good energy to like have yeah. people who are all kind of into the spooky vibe there at the same time there are so many amazing cosplayers it's a very cool like almost matrix like experience where Mm -hmm. you forget for three days that the outside world exists and i mean that in the best way like what penny was just saying we went out to dinner the last night and we went out in long beach just to like a yard house and we were there and all of a sudden it was like we were all waking up from a very intense dream and we were like what are what year is it? Why are people wearing summertime clothes? What? Why is Reagan in full, like, <laughs> we saw somebody in full Reagan cosplay just, like, walking the streets of Long Beach in front of the bars. And I was like, this is a fever dream. Like, a really good fever dream. <laughs> but, yes. like, how did we all get here? It felt like we got abducted by aliens for three days and then dropped in the middle of California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
did you have any any thoughts like just kind of what what was your overall experience yeah it, um i think as far as things that got my creative juices flowing um the haunts are always really fun for me because i like to see the mm -hmm. different ways first of all so let's say that i don't know are, were you gonna talk more about hall of shadows or can i talk about it now uh, we can talk. It's on my list, but we can move it to now um, if you would like I, to jump in. Yeah, I just, I guess I wanted to say if you're per a person who doesn't like to go through like mazes and things, still check out the Hall of Shadows because there is a front half of it that's not um, yes. scary, scary. And so, well, even to me, the haunts weren't scary, scary, but like it, it is um, sensory friendly, I would say, in the front half. You're not, there's no people jump scaring you. There's no like haunt yeah, actors. Yeah, there's no like actors or yeah. anything. It's, I, I did not go on any haunts this year, but I did um, walk through kind of that, that front, front space. And it's a very cool kind of like display of some interesting um, designs. There, it was D&D &D themed this year. Yeah. So we got to see some some creatures so that's always really cool um just like as a maker it was very fun to see how mm -hmm. people create different props and things um and then even within the haunts um just different scare techniques and different lighting techniques people were using and how people were using space differently like things like that um and this is also my first year trying to create a little bit of a quote maze in my yard yeah i was just gonna yeah. say that to get inspiration for you for your for your home home yeah um which obviously nothing to that scale but uh it was just cool to see what different effects people were using that really got me like thinking and inspired and then um yeah you kind of brought up cosplay i think seeing again just things people have made how they're using different fabrics and textures and things and um just like ways of doing things maybe i wouldn't have thought of previously mm -hmm. is always really exciting and the general just uh, heavy hardcore like halloween vibes i think when you're yeah. when you're in that space and it's all you're thinking about for several days your brain just automatically kind of starts going wild of like oh what if i did this and oh i can't wait for this and um, oh i'm gonna go home and decorate because i want to do this <laughs> um <laughs> or you see you know something a shop has and you're like oh i could use that like this um so that it's yeah it's very inspiring it's a lot of fun it always and it was <laughs> not to bring down the vibe but it was nice this year <laughs> to come home and not have covid <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because I could actually hey. come home and start working on things. Um, <laughs> last year, that was a real mood killer. Um, so yeah, Indeed. coming back this year and being like able to jump right into work afterward was fun because I felt like I was yeah really inspired and excited. Yeah, and I just I don't know, maybe I'm sure that everyone has kind of their own experience. But at least for me, it was just a very warm experience. Very like, hot. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> <laughs> just you know like that's a lot of people complimenting each other yeah. whether just on a regular outfit or on a cosplay i got so many compliments on my tattoos which mm -hmm. was so nice um you know there was a moment when i was waiting in line um for my photo op and someone in who was like right next to me was like oh my god where is your harness from and i was like oh it's jenny machete and she was like so's mine and we were like oh my god so it was just it was just a, a good time and i just always enjoy those kind of spaces where like people are really enthusiastic about each other yeah. as well like it's just kind of a general like positive energy which i feel like 
people would maybe not think that a horror <laughs> event right, right. has but those are you know people who don't know that like you know halloween and horror fans are often some of the nicest people well and it's very just like and i mean this in a positive way like freaks on parade like everybody yes. is dressed weird and wearing their craziest get-ups and like acting like excited children and so mm -hmm. there's really no judgment because yes. everyone's there for the same purpose and so it's yeah it's a very welcoming warm environment in that way where you just feel like you can be very unapologetically exactly how excited you are to be there <laughs> yes. love that um my next note was about vendors the vendor floor so i think this is probably like one of the biggest draws mm -hmm. um for people and it's so it's i would say it's similar in some ways to what you might see at like an oddities and curiosities market but definitely a lot more media focused like a lot of artists a lot of people making like horror themed things as well as you know kind of quirky folk art type stuff there were food there were like desserts and things <laughs> so there was just a whole lot i so i was really laughing because miranda um spooky little halloween commented on my picture of like my my haul of my goodies um up on my instagram and was like all of our haul posts are like so descriptive of ourselves oh yeah it's literally it's like because a you catalog could, of your personality 100 percent yeah do like a blind match of each of these photos and be like okay that's penny and that's midge we should have done that miranda. uh we should do that for the magazine next year for miranda yes. like oh who's, whose haul is this <laughs> whose haul is this but you can really tell from that like what a breadth of options yeah um well there are uh, i also think yeah, it was ahead. miranda that kept saying uh it's like instagram come to life which it is it's yes. like every shop you've ever bought with and ones you didn't even know about yet mm -hmm. right in front of you and like right for the picking and that's it's overwhelming but it's awesome <laughs> yes and it's it's so fun to get to meet and talk to yeah, some the of faces. these like artists and makers that you know you followed and you've loved and you've shopped from before and now it's like oh they're there like um we got to hang out with carrie ann hudson a wonderful Queen. artist yeah. and so good to see her I will say so my challenge which is one of the questions we got is who was your favorite new vendor that you discovered this year uh, mine was memento mori goods co is mm, that the right yes. did i say that right i think it is memento yeah. mori co or goods it co <laughs> i think it's goods. i think i follow them, me like automatic i'm like i know exactly who it is <laughs> doesn't remember how to say their name correctly um yeah but if you saw myself or miranda post our tote bags that said big bag of spooky shit those were so good um, i wish i bought one of those okay memento mori goods i double checked um but yeah that they but on top of just that bag which i thought was brilliant marketing first of all because oh yeah. what a smart thing to bring to a con uh the design mm -hmm. was super cute it was really fun and simple like it's going to appeal to a wide range of people and then on top of that everybody's carrying a bunch of crap that they have no yep. hands for <laughs> we all need bags for our spooky yeah shit. and it was this giant tote bag so that was super smart um but on top of 
that, they had just really cute stuff. They had really cool pins. Um, they have this placard that I'm definitely going to buy that was like a heavy metal, um, like almost cast iron. And it says, beware of the ghosts. Yes, um, I've been drooling over that on Instagram <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Yeah, so I really, I want that for my living room eventually. Um, but yeah, they were surprisingly just a, a company that had never come across my feed. And so that was really exciting for me to see them. Excellent. Yeah, I am going to pick um, Abby Bell. Yeah, we all, we all bought from her. Got some, <laughs> some love. She was new to me. New to um, me as well. We, yeah. yeah. And um, she made these like lovely like clay and paper mache, very folk art style um, little ornaments and mini sculptures. And several of us bought um, a little figurine from her um you i got a little nosferatu vampire um who i have named peter so (laughs) and i got a sam from trick-or-treat of course you did uh i was so torn there were so many cute i was about to say one of my favorite phenomena though with us is that i feel and maybe that's my perception but i feel like i know what you want before you do like i walked up to the (laughs) booth and i was like penny look at this nosferatu and you were like oh cute i'm gonna look at these five other ones yeah and then you ended up leaving the booth with the nosferatu and i was like i did one thing about me i i know my girl One one thing about me is I I cannot make a quick decision. I'm gonna look at something and then I have to consider absolutely everything else before being like actually no. That first thing was good. But I yeah I mean I could have easily bought several of her pieces. I she had a creature too that was so cute. Yes. It took me a, a while to decide. But also her little sculptures were only what forty bucks. Yes, they were. They're incredible. I was like, girl, that is affordable. affordable. Yeah. You are if you're listening queen you can charge more for those (laughs) i would i would pay more they're yeah they're so cute yeah highly recommend everybody check it out um let's talk about panels and presentations um so i feel like this is this is always something where (laughs) if if y'all know me you know that i'm a nerd and i like to go to the panels and i like the presentations um and there weren't as many programming things that i was like super hyped about this year which is just the you know that's the way it goes with a convention some years are going to be really super aligned with what you want to see well some years are gonna go off in other directions and i feel like last year you and i made the decision to go because of who the guests were yes like last year i I mean obviously last year we had never been and Mm -hmm. the like i wanted to go but then the deciding factor was them announcing brian fuller and christine mcconnell yes and i was like okay i'm going i'm Um, going (laughs) so like i feel like this year i was going regardless so it wasn't the the decision was not made by who was appearing um which therefore i think just meant you know this time around there were less people that i was personally invested in yes um but do we want to which because we so you and i both went to the drag show (laughs) we did which was amazing great as once again um produced on return of night of the living drag produced by the incredible peaches christ um and featuring so many very cool performers um that was such that was like a major highlight of the event last year um and they were on a side stage so it was so cool to have them on the main stage in the ballroom just killing it as usual it's a very like emotional moment 
for me i don't i got very emotional on the show just like the fact that they were on the main stage and it was completely full and standing room again and just like the the sheer support of the drag community at a non queer con (laughs) like Mm -hmm. this is not a drag con this is not which like granted a lot of our community is queer but um but not specifically for yeah and so that we that right. was yeah. very very cool it was really awesome and yeah the all the queens are so freaking talented and clever clever drag yes and i was super excited i did attend the dragula panel um so the boulet brothers were one of the major guests this year who i was really mm-hmm. they were probably the guests i were most excited i were <laughs> i was whose birthdays bleh. are it <laughs> me i'm i'm the smart one i can talk um and i can read as we established <laughs> as we established before off-line. this episode uh, yeah <laughs> uh but yeah that panel was really cool um i got to hang out with our lovely friend mr matt hallowoods um to go to that panel um and i guess that was the very first time they've done a panel with the boulet brothers and um the winners yeah yeah, because it was what Donali, so that was, Saint, Landon. Yeah, it was um, Saint Dolly, um, Victoria Elizabeth Black, and Landon oh, Sider. That's right. Yep. Um, and I'm I I'm a huge fan of all of those people, but I'm a very big Landon Sider fan. So I was very excited to see him um, and also get to briefly see him. So the Boulet brothers had like a big, um, like spooky castle when you first entered the vendor (laughs) floor um that had their merch booth um they did meet and greets there and then they also had a side that they did makeup demos at um so i did see i got to watch a little bit of landon putting on his beetlejuice costume in on the floor there which was very cool um and so i will i'll I'll low-key shout out that um another very cool part of the convention was hanging out in the hotel lobby and seeing people go back and forth yeah lots of people Uh, lots of celeb watching in the hotel yes yes all of the all all sorts of guests were staying at the hotel so we would get to see people we would sometimes see people come in in drag and leave out of drag or go back and forth (laughs) the best part was we saw peaches leaving the hotel in drag to presumably go to the show to go do the show Mm -hmm. Um, but we just saw her from the back, which like, I don't know, we're, I guess we're all terrible drag fans. Cause like her silhouette is pretty unmistakable with the hair. Um, but we saw her from the back and we were like, wow, she looks great. I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> and then we went okay. to the drag show and she came out and we were like, oh my God, that was peaches. <laughs> um, also hilariously. So I came in separately from you guys that day. Oh, okay. That's right. You weren't there. When I came over, I was, I was walking in with the other performers from the drag show and i was like wow these queens look great (laughs) and also did not put together because there are also just like a lot of really fabulous people in drag just attending the event wait but you say the queens that were performing were you with mr he no oh. it was not mr he. i was like you didn't no, recognize I would, I mr do he. Know, i do know mr he <laughs> no it was um specifically i saw um oceana and her bride of frankenstein oh, oceana because i and good. i was like wow that's a gorgeous bride of she frankenstein so drag good, and then went inside and then later was like oh okay yeah that's i probably wouldn't have recognized oceana immediately i think i yeah, i and i Lux you know i was in the and, middle of hustling yeah. inside <laughs> but yeah that's funny but yeah i was like i'm an absolute idiot i just like walked by peaches christ and drag <laughs> right uh, uh and i also um got so 
we had kind of two sides of the same coin because um, I saw the Girl That Scary live podcast um, where they interviewed the Mystic Museum, um, which was super fun. But I missed and you got to go to the BIPOC Creators panel. BIPOC Creators. It was so freaking good. And while we're here, y'all, if you guys are not listening to Girl That Scary, please go check them out. They are so yes. fun and funny and just smart. And they cover such important things, but also like are doing really great horror reviews um, that yes. are I, I, hilarious. I, I like to, uh, <laughs> I put them on my Bluetooth speaker while I'm like cooking and I'm always like cackling. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, like so many of you say like, I love your podcast because it feels like I'm hanging out with friends. That's how Girl That's Scary feels. Yes. Like it feels like you're sitting around with your friends talking about a movie you just watched. It's so fun. Um, but yeah, the BIPOC and horror um, panel was awesome. That um, something that they talked about that I loved was discussing tropes in horror, which uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's, you know, obvious that they're going to discuss that because horror be tropin. <laughs> horror do be tropin. <laughs> um, but specifically, uh, Jazz from Girl Not Scary said something that has stuck with me because um, they were talking about like, why do people write black characters like this in horror? Mm-hmm. And her quote was they're writing from what they know and they don't know much (laughs) and that was like my the 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 pull out quote from that panel for me was um just you know talking about how we can how we can be better as both consumers and if you're you know non-poc people writing horror just like educating ourselves about how like other people are and like not every person conceiving of conceiving of people who are different from you as fully formed fully people. formed people and not just a stereotype yeah yeah um, which sounds so obvious but it, it apparently isn't because <laughs> yeah we see it over and over again uh, but yeah that panel was really awesome and also introduced me to a new cosplayer um amber Ooh. that was a part of that and she was wearing vixen so i immediately was like oh this is Fabulous. like one of one of ours you know <laughs> um but yes. she was awesome the whole the entire um what am i trying to say the entire panel of people uh every single one of them was really really awesome to listen to so one of the questions that we got that i i slotted under this thing although it doesn't have to be from a panel or presentation was what was your biggest fan ghoul moment of the of the conference fan ghoul moment I mean, I did get to meet the Bulais. That was pretty cool. That's very cool. I had a meet and greet with them. Um, and it was, I mean, you know, how how those things are. It was very short and sweet. But oh, yeah. they were very kind. And they complimented my hair and said it was radiant. Uh, and I told them how much I loved the Halfway to Halloween special. Because I thought that was just, like, extra good. And they seemed very <laughs> genuinely touched by the fact that I loved it so much. So that was really... Yeah, and I, I mean, not not that um, not that people don't like the Halfway to Halloween special. But I'm sure they get, you know, compliments on, on Dracula. Right. Often, so. And that's a new... Yeah, anyway. That was fun. Oh! <laughs> Wait, but I know what it was. Because I was going to say, I wasn't like starstruck by the Boulets, though. I don't know why. I mean, I, I was yeah. excited, but I wasn't like, whoa. I guess because I went there to meet them. So it wasn't a surprise. Yes, you knew it was going to happen. Uh, no, but you know what it was. <laughs> I know what it was. It was this fucking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, listen. <laughs> 
So for one thing you need to know about me is that I'm a little puppet slut. I love puppets <laughs> so much. I am a puppet nerd. I I learned puppetry like in theater camps and stuff at school. I freaking love puppets. Um and I follow Lucy Ball on TikTok, which if you're not familiar is like a little cute ass Baphomet puppet who reviews he looks very like steamboat willie yes, style very That's like perfect. old school animation yeah so he's super cute but he's baphomet and he like reviews horror movies in a really fun way that feels very approachable for people like me who are newer to non like old school campy horror mm -hmm. um and i found a lot of great films through their recommendations and things so we were talking to girl that's scary we were at their table yep. <laughs> and little lucy just walked by and i was like oh my god <laughs> can i take a picture with you uh i've never been so starstruck and it was a puppet um yeah but that and i will say the the best part of this is that i was standing there and everyone was so excited about this puppet and i had no idea that this puppet was like a known quantity yeah. but was just totally on board because i was like yeah that's, that's a, a rad cool puppet. puppet i'm also i'm also psyched to see this puppet this is just so funny i've like i don't know i guess there was part of me that like i was like i'm you know, people. I, like, I can't even talk. That's how starstruck I was. That's the end of the story. <laughs> I love. I love that little puppet, and that made my entire weekend getting to take a picture with him. <laughs> what good. about you? Um, so, well, I, as some, as some oh, of you know, if duh. you follow me yeah. on Instagram, I, I had a photo op, um, a celebrity, my very first celebrity photo op, um, with the fabulous Harvey Gann, um. And this, the, the photo op was wonderful. Um, the convention process of it was not so great. Yeah. Uh, didn't have, had, had a lot of bumps in the road. Um, but Harvey was so lovely. Um, it was, you know, incredibly quick. Um, but he was so sweet and he's so, so cute in person and lovely. And obviously, you know, I'm a big fan um, of his acting work, but mostly like he's just such a queer fashion icon and no, no man is doing red carpet fashion like him Certainly not. Um, yeah. these days. And I just admire that so much. And I find him so inspiring for that and how much he kind of like presents his aesthetic. And so I had to get cute and I had to meet Harvey um, and I did and the photo turned out really well. Um, so I, I told him that he, I thought he was a fashion icon and I asked him if I could be his red carpet date um, <laughs> for the photo. And he was so sweet. He told me that I looked beautiful when I came up and then he was like, yes, of course, let's wave to the people. <laughs> and so I was like, oh God, I wasn't expecting this. So I was very nervous because I was like, I have no idea what my face just did. Uh, I did think to myself because like, I know that um, being caught off guard is not your favorite thing. And I literally, when you showed me the photo, I was like, wow, that's a really great picture, especially for the fact that Penny didn't, like, you didn't suggest that pose. <laughs> like, the fact yes. that you reacted in the moment, <laughs> it was perfect, though. Maybe it made you yes. more relaxed that you didn't have time to overthink it, you know? This is very true. Um, yeah, so that was fabulous. Definitely fangirled over seeing him. Um, obviously oh and also just um that we got to chat with peaches for a bit um yeah kind of post drag so show nice. and just 
was so nice um so you know willing to just stop and talk to a bunch of us queerdos who were just like we love your we love the drag show we're so happy to see drag um you know here at the convention uh so it was just super nice to take the time to chit chat with us a bit and i really appreciated that yeah she's lovely and like so down to earth um yes also i have one more that's just kind of silly yes um i got to take my photo with the cosplayers from last year that were the jackal and the pilgrimess from 13 ghosts they made my year last year it was like one of the highlights of my midsummer stream and they were back in full cosplay and i got to take a photo with them at the after party so that was really like i i nerded out over that because they're very good cosplayers and 13 ghosts is one of my like happy little comfort films so that was really cool too Oh, yeah, I should have told they talked about 13 ghosts in the girl that's scary podcast. Oh, man. They were the they, they called they called that out as one of the like kind of like maligned films of the Y2K period that they think actually like deserves a better reputation. It absolutely does. I could we'll do it. Let's I'm going to prep an episode about 13 <laughs> put that ghosts. On your, put it in your list, girl. Yeah. And has a really awesome uh black character as a black female character as well and i'm sure that's part of why they also love that movie because it's one of the few good representations of a femme black person in that era (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah um so in the end um the final question that i had from a listener was is it worth traveling to um so this person was asking um, from New York, um, we did have a lovely friend come from New York. We've come, so we came from all over. We had two people. Well, it, we had like two people from like New York area. We had um, obviously a bunch of the us Midwesterners. Um, we did have you know California folks who drove in. Um, and where is James is on the East Coast? He's too, from right? Virginia. Yep. Virginia. But he actually I, flew I was like, from, I know it's not New England. Yeah, but... he actually flew from New Jersey this time because he was with family. That's but, why. I, uh, but yeah, he's from confused. Virginia. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I, obviously, we <laughs> find it find it worthwhile. Um, yeah. I mean, to we went back. So <laughs> there's we, your answer. We went back. <laughs> um. I would say that, like, I if you are. It's, it's one of those things where it's like it's greater than the sum of its parts it's, it's you what know? you make it because it's like yeah yeah because it's like yes you like you could shop but basically all of these vendors online so like but obviously you know it's more fun to you know shop at a booth to do the thing um if you are looking for panels and presentations obviously you know you're gonna get some things here um, that you might not, that you wouldn't, you know, get elsewhere, getting to attend, things like that. Um, if you have friends <laughs> that are going, if then I think friends. it's certainly, it's certainly worth it. Um, because as Miranda says, it's like our spooky summer camp where we all just get to hang out and run around and do spooky shit uh, for the weekend and no one can stop us. So I highly recommend that. Um, I would say that as far as conventions go, it's not it's it's large but it's not huge so like when you see like you know kind of like the videos of just like complete like con crush from like mm-hmm. uh san diego or gen yeah, con or anime expo like it's definitely not like that it is not that crowded but like it's still a lot of people so if you're not someone who likes a big crowd like definitely you know be prepared to take a break to do whatever personally i spent a lot of time like 
just you know hunkering down in you know the cafe or sometimes having having a solo floor party um to just hang out I did watch I did find Penny on the floor a lot during this con did (laughs) you just sometimes sometimes you gotta uh and that's that's one of the things that I have found makes a convention more fun for me is that I, I, I have, you know, the desire to push myself yeah. as much as I can. And that's, um, that way lies madness. Um, so take a seat on the floor if you need to and hydrate. I do think, I think it was Doreen that stopped me, um, when you and I were not together, one of our listeners and, uh, she was like, oh, where's Penny? And I think literally I responded, probably on the floor somewhere. <laughs> and I realized like that person probably thought I meant like the vendor floor, but what I really oh, meant no, was literally sitting, on the sitting floor. <laughs> upstairs on the floor. Uh, yeah, that was... I, it it's gave cool me down there. I can stretch my legs out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would definitely say uh, I would say it's worth it. And I would also say like I said, like it's, it is what you make it. And we've, mm-hmm. you know, we've made it an event for our friend group to not only like go to it, but to see each other for sure once a year yes. at this event. And I would say, I don't know what, like 65 to 70% of your favorite Halloween and horror creators are at this con. So even just to like go and talk to people and see people who you would never probably run into in real life otherwise is very cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think it's, you know, go with friends, have a great time. And I don't know. Yeah, go enjoy it. It is. Yeah. And I know that was one of the things that we kind of talked um, about with when we were chatting with Peaches is that a lot of other kind of haunting, haunt focused stuff um, are very much like industry events. Uh Um, And this is one that is much more of a fan event and like a showcase event of spooky things and haunts. And so they do still, you know, they sell, you know, haunt supplies and things, but it's very much like let us show off like what a home haunt can be like what like a little mini haunt is and you get to see like sfx artists doing their shit on the floor so impressive um stilt walkers it is just it's a it's a good time i i definitely recommend if you are into halloween and don't mind a convention environment yeah uh checking it out and it's just a great way to support small businesses you love too because those people pay to be there whether we show up to shop or not so you know show up and shop with your vendors that you love and support them yes yep shop off and it's it's always nice to see um going around on sunday like how many people are like basically out of stuff and you're like hell yeah yes get get that bag get your money honey (laughs) get your money honey oh my gosh yeah that was our midsummer scream 2023 um it was a hoot and a half. Um, it was so good to be roomies with you, Mitch. Yeah, and... it's always so Aww. nice when we actually get to be in the same room together. <laughs> yes. Uh, chaos ensues in the best way yes. possible. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, so once again, uh, thank you to everyone who said hello and that we saw at the event. Um if you guys wanted to see us at a future event, the best thing you can do is let the people know that you love Ghoul's Night In. Um, so we love to 
hear reviews to see you you know posting all over the place or uh to leave us a review on our very own Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> and i think mitch has one to share today i sure do also real quick speaking of Podbean, uh while we were at midsummer scream we also had a major yes. pod milestone and hit 100,000 downloads of Ghouls Night In. So thank you all <laughs> so, so much for your continuous support of us. It, it means the world. Uh, yes. But yes, we have a, <clears throat> excuse me, a Podbean comment review from Sister Hipster. And it says, one of my absolute favorite podcasts. I love the range hey. of topics and I've learned about things I never knew I wanted to know about. <laughs> I love your, <laughs> I love the energy of Midge and Penny. 10 of 10 would recommend. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you, friend. We're always bringing you those topics that you don't even know you <laughs> want to know. My goal is to give you at least one weird fact to share at a party every week. Yes excellent <laughs> well uh if you guys would like to follow along with the pod um and see some pics from midsummer scream you can find those on our instagram at ghouls night in pod and if you are looking for me you can find me across the internet at penny snark and you can find me all over the web at midge munster and until next time good, good.